The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. times like this to rhyme like this so i had to grind like that to shine like this in a matter of time i spent on some locked up shit in the back of the paddy wagon cuffs locked on wrist see my dreams unfold nightmares come true it was time to marry the game and i said yeah i do if you want it you gotta see it with a clear eye view got shorty she try and bless me like i said i chew like a nigga sneeze Alright, I'm going to start this bitch a little bit earlier than the last go-around. It's the Malcolm Go Podcast. January 12, 2022. Tony, Tyler, KP, we're all on Discord. Our brand new Discord server. Uh, yes, thanks to our good friend JT down in San Antonio. Uh, I'm not going to say his full name, but I'll tell you what, he's the number one fan of the show. Number one, he's, he's our number one uh, tech guru. Besides the teenage boys on YouTube who I've been watching trying to figure out how to play with Discord and enjoy it because I have no idea what the hell's going on. I thought it was basically uh, like Brazzers. Or, uh, I mean, that's, that's the only app I have on my phone. So I'm just getting used to learning Discord. But everybody's got to join the Malcolm Go Podcast Discord server. We were getting after it hard uh, during the Patriots game, boys. Boys were buzzing. That's all we know how to do, though. Buzzer. We got. We do buzz. And Tyler, you there? He's still. He muted himself. Tyler, you've muted yourself. This is an abject disaster. Discord is really hard to figure. out. <laughs> this is fucking. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's on a computer. Three buttons. Sunday, we had a big group chat going on Discord. Everyone's talking. From the second quarter till about the middle of the third quarter, I realized that I was only talking to Tony's tweets. You were talking so nobody to bots. Was responding. You were talking to see me. No, it's 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 absurd the uh, the lack of knowledge in technology that two thirty plus year old men have. I mean, it, I it basically ended with like uh, Linux for me. That was when I saw when I had they had the big floppy disks that were. Uh, like triple the size of the normal floppy disk. You remember with the silver, like little slider. That's like where technology ended for me. Where you just have to fuck around and change the turtle. The cha- I don't even know if that happened anywhere but Waybright School in Saugus, Massachusetts. But they gave us a floppy disk that was the size of a fucking uh, a shingle you put on the roof. You put it in the uh, you put it into the computer. And you had to like make a tur- a turtle turn left, up, change the color. I don't I had no idea what I had to do with computering. Or that's a great word, computering. Floppy disk was 
It was the greatest I can't print my homework excuse of all time. Because even teachers are like, yeah, you shouldn't be able to print something off a floppy disk. Like, this isn't your fault. No, why? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean you can get something off a computer and put it onto a piece of paper? That makes no sense. Uh, we used to have fucking dittos. K- KP, there's no way KP knows what a ditto is. Uh, literally, they used to have it. Instead of a copy machine, they had a ditto machine. Floppy disk went out of school when I was, like, in the sixth grade. Yeah, but do you know what a ditto is? No, hell no. Yeah, it's like ditto. when somebody says somebody says like ditto that. Like I don't. Yeah, know. but that was like the that was like the precursor to like Xerox. It was a fucking. It was like gray paper with blue ink, and they would just put it on this weird. I don't know. It was called like a ditto machine, literally. And it. I don't know how it worked. I don't think I've ever saw it. I think you could kill people. Literally, I think you. I think you could roll into it and die. But it was. It I was think just, I, I was a. I was a smart board. Child, I don't know what that smart is. Bro. I smart is that? Oh, that's what they have in school now. Where it's not chalk; it's like a whiteboard that does shit. Yeah, I just got a Microsoft Surface at work, and I was like, "Oh, the you can like touch the laptop screens <laughs> now." Like, what will they think of next? Sounds like my first girlfriend in the seventh grade. I can touch you. What do you no, mean? Uh, uh, that was Tony's first charge. No, <laughs> you could have. We're figuring this out, but hey, now I'm going podcast is fucking going through the roof. Thanks to fan side, to think the musket fire. Thanks to our boy JT setting up the Discord server. This thing is bumping. We got a Patreon now, boys. We got Patreons. We got three levels. We got three levels. We got the Jordan Richards tier. We got the Gerard Mayo tier. Where I think it's Gerard Mayo, and then the uh, the Tom Brady tier. Our boy JT's Gerard. He's an honorary TB uh, Tom Brady tier boy. Uh, you're gonna get Malcolm Go stickers, Malcolm Go koozies. I mean, we're running. We got merch, babe. I'm gonna start making sweatshirts with the fucking. He's gonna fly down to your house, down to your house once a month to do landscaping. (laughs) That's that's literally. I owe him that much. He would not want me to do landscaping. I've never once succeeded at that. Not a shit. I've every I had the smallest yard in the history of the planet one it got hit by a tornado which i think this came up on the podcast like two weeks ago i had literally a, po- a postage stamp front yard in saugus massachusetts and it got hit by a tornado and i was like what happened we had a tree it got fucking blown up the spanish channel was at my house asking me questions i don't understand every news network was at my house that's the luck i have i know this came up recently i was talking about it at some point but anyway there was nothing but weeds Nothing but weeds is basically what I was getting at. Um, I should bring out my fucking... We should talk Patriots at some point. But anyway, join the Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast. Uh, for all your Malcolm Go needs, I'm setting up a Facebook page today because it's 2003, but I am setting that one up, getting that going. So uh, you can join there if you're to your heart's content and, uh, you know, enjoy. Uh, fucking, so anyway... My, I, I fucking, I, I went Saturday to a, a super spreader event. I, I still feel like a rock star. Um, so it's, it was a classic Saugus wedding. It was at the Italian American Club of all places. No place better to get married. Oh my god, dude! I was the fucking first of all the drinks, heavy handed. Can I tell you that heavy handed? And in classic Saugus form. It got to be, It was about nine thirty, and the fists were already flying between girls. I was like, "This is the best." <laughs> I, I, I was like, "I was like, this is a, a girl's wedding who I like, and a, a guy's wedding who I like." And I'm like, 
you know, I'm over in the corner minding my own beeswax, having my heavy-handed Johnny Walker Black that was literally in a, like a pint glass. I, I, I was like, can I have Johnny Walker Black? That's what they had. That was the best they had. And um, by the way, remind me to talk to you about how I thought I was a, peak, a peaky blinder that night. I'm fucking, I was out of my mind. And I was, uh, I had a, I had a fucking beer and a 16 ounce Johnny Walker Black. And I'm sitting in the corner and all of a sudden I see these girls, like one of them was dressed uh, scantily clad, I'll say. And, you know, completely not acceptable, not acceptable for any wedding, except for this one that was at the Saga's Eye Tam. And uh, I was, and look, no disrespect. I loved it. I had a great time. And I just, this girl, like literally, I mean, it was, it was like, it was like club wear. You know what I mean? Like girls club wear. And I guess she was dancing, uh. Risque. I wasn't watching, and the maid of honor. Groom. Yeah, exactly. And the maid of honor took uh, gumption. She had a little. Uh, is that a word? She took. She she didn't have. She wasn't thrilled with it, and said, "Put your pussy away to the girl." And I was. Uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't hear it, and all of, and I and I look over, and I said, and then they they were just getting ready. They were going at it, and all the men were fucking the her boy the the, the dancing girls. Um, boyfriend went over and started calling the maid of honor a cunt i was like this is perfect oh that is this is the best wedding ever i dude i was like this is the most saugus wedding i've ever been to and i've never been more happy oh my imagine that's my dream is to have someone on the dance floor at my wedding call someone else to put their pussy away (laughs) it was (laughs) legendary i was like this is I, it was no different from my prom. It was literally or every house party I ever went to in high school. It was oh, that, it, that's why it made me feel so at home. I was like, this is, I was like, this is home. I couldn't live anywhere else. I looked at this. I was like, they were like pulling the girl out. They were throwing her out. I was like, the cops are coming. They're like, no, cops aren't coming. I was like, that's perfect. No cops. Just send her out the door. She's gonna. She's definitely gonna key the maid of honor's car. And I'm just gonna uh, continue to drink my whiskey and act like nothing happened. And the minute the girl was out the door, it was party was back on. There was, and then nobody gave a shit. It was the best. Everyone ate their cake and cupcakes, and everyone was like, "Yeah, pussy should have went away. They should have put their pussy away. That's crazy." <laughs> what a fucking beautiful. That's how you. That's how you celebrate love, really. It really look. If you're gonna have a wedding in August, that's how it should be. And I agree that I that 100 was my favorite wedding I've ever been to because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Not only were the whiskeys strong and long, the fucking girls, the girls were dancing and getting into fistfights. It's just perfect. Yeah. Well, I followed up that Saturday with a terrible Sunday, the Miami, the Miami debacle. I ended this podcast last week saying, you absolutely cannot lose to a dead team. I don't care where you are, where the fucking game is being played. A, ga- a team... They lost seven in a row in this during the season. A team that had no playoffs that was going to be putting all their shit in trash bags uh, Monday morning. You have no, you know, you have no fucking reason to go to Miami and lose. And what do they do? They show up like dog shit again. It was so bad from like special teams to. Ev- I mean, I hated it. I didn't want. To, I don't ever. I don't know what to say. You don't know what you're going to get out of this team. Any I really week. didn't think, like, even at halftime, I was convinced, like, the Patriots should have won that game. Like, they 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 dropped the pick McCordy dropped. Uh, okay. They had the Bolden playoff fourth down. 
They had another Bentley, like Tua threw another one that hit Bentley like off the face. Like Tua they, was bad in that game. Tua oh. stinks. The the last five quarterbacks or something have thrown other than Josh Allen, I think like four out of five quarterbacks that we played the last five weeks have thrown for under 150 yards. Yeah. But and what does that tell you? Well. They don't attempt to throw it. It's not even that I don't even think that they were getting beaten in the pass game. They just run at will, it seems like now. And it seems like, it, I mean, I'm sure this happens across the board, but we're just watching the Patriots intently. But every single time they lose, it's there's at least two drop picks. Like the defense really needs to carry this team. So, yeah. And you obviously can't have a fucking. They win. Your fucking quarterback can't fumble a snap like a fucking Pop Warner player. You can't have a pick six within the first six seconds of the game. I mean, Mac was bad in this game until the fourth quarter. Um, What do you think the worst play was? In this game? That first pick six made me barf. The pick six was early enough to be overcome. The the fumbled snap is so basic. That was Karras, right? Yeah, so Karras was in for one play. And he fucking and hit, I'm sure it's Karras's fault and Max's fault. They didn't. Who knows? I mean, David Andrews like shoe fell off, so Karras took over for one snap, and we're going in to score a touchdown to be within three early in the fourth quarter, which would basically would have won the game, right? So I mean, the game would have been over. We would have had all the momentum, and they're like at the twenty yard line, just made a big. Uh, I think that was after the diving pass to either Myers or Hunter Henry, and. And Mac fucking fumbles the snap, which is an absolute atrocity. You're taking a lap in practice for that. I mean, maybe maybe NBC Boston's right. Maybe Brian Hoyer should play a few fucking series. The worst, Did you see that, that fucking tweet? That was, that was the worst tweet I've ever read. I, I like, are they serious with that? Or is no. that just like a quick thing? No, I like, think I hope, Boston I hope media is... Boston media is a fucking... Is a cesspool... Of trying to get clicks and reactions by stirring up Patriots fans and well, fans of any team, they hate your guts. They want, they hate, they they like the team. They pretend they don't, but they hate the fans' guts, and they it it shows by how they treat us. They write ridiculous stories just to get reaction and hate, and that just keeps getting them paid more and more and more, and nobody realizes it. That's why you should listen to the Malcolm Go podcast. Imagine the Bills doing that, though. Like, like Max struggling and Bills like, all right, Brian, you got this next drive. Yeah, it's the playoffs. You've never been pulled out of a game during the regular season, but hey, we've never. He's never even had a reason to be pulled. May in in a game, maybe against New Orleans, he had like a somewhat bad game, but a lot of the mistakes were on other players. But like, have you ever been like, he's got to get the fuck out of the game? Can you imagine? No, like, if no. he had, he's never been the guy that was like, oh, we got to get rid of this fucking guy. And, I mean, I still wouldn't necessarily put this loss on him 100%. I mean, the fumbled snap, I like, you have a backup center, and that's kind of a weird play. Like, yeah, you need to make it, but it's, I don't know. And the pick six, Xavier Howard made a, I mean, that was just a good play. Like, you shouldn't even throw a Xavier Howard the entire game. No, and he didn't make a big play. He was, there was a cover two, and he, would, he, he acted like he was taking the outside receiver up, came off him. Jumped into the fucking curl route or wherever the fuck Myers was running and just stepped in front of it. I mean, Matt completely missed it. That's just a rookie interception by an elite cornerback. So, I understand. It just sucks. Like, the first drive, you give up, like, a 16-play 
fucking three yards at a time running, you know, up the whole field. They score a touchdown. You get the ball back. All right. Let's answer. He throws a pick immediately. You know, you, bad starts have doomed this team. I mean, they've almost come back to win every single one of them because Belichick and his coaching can figure out. I don't know how he does it, but he did it. He's doing it with Mac. He did it with Cam. He just knows how many possessions you're going to get in a game. You know what I mean? And he knows like how many stops the defense needs and how much the offense needs to score. Where they're always in it at the end. The, ba- the Patriots, I am so confident, and this is not even just because of Brady, but like I'm so confident that they 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 have the least amount of blowouts in NFL history over you know the last yeah. Since Belichick started in 21 years, they've not. I guarantee you, they've lost by 10 points or more, less than any team in the league. And I bet you it's by a lot. Like if anyone who looks that stat up on Malcolm Go Nation, post it in our Discord because I'm guaranteeing the Patriots have lost by 10 or more points, probably a hundred times less than the next opponent. Mike Lombardi talks about it in his book about how Belichick. Will would describe how a game would play out before the game to like his coaching staff, and he's right. Like they said, he was right like ninety percent of the time. Like he could describe it all the way into the fourth quarter of what the game was going to be, and then basically at that point he's you know. But like he does have that weird sense of like no matter what the score is or where you are, like it's just kind of like a calming presence of all right. Well, this is where we are in the game now, and so this is what we have to do. Like. This, this is it. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. Like, yeah, we're down 21 in the first quarter. Like, all right, so we have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You know what was glaring to me? How important Kyle Duggar is. Yeah, well, it wasn't even just him. It was him and Hightower. Yeah, but Duggar, Duggar's like more shocking. Somebody's in his second year, you know? Yeah, I mean, Duggar, Duggar makes is... the most plays on the defense. Yeah, he has the most tackles on the defense, right? I mean, he's the hybrid linebacker safety that Belichick's been trying to have since he signed Tank Williams in 2005. How's that throwback? Fucking, I just, <laughs> I just fucking pulled that out of my asshole. That was unbelievable. He didn't even make the team, and then you know, and then it was Adrian Wilson, and then he kind of turned Chung into it. But Duggar's gonna be the best version of all of it. Like uh, Phillips is kind of the same thing. Uh, um, Phillips, yeah. But Phillips is kind of the same thing, but Duggar is just a much more athletic talented. version. Yeah, also, so while we're talented. talking about while we're talking about the secondary, I don't like Mills. Being, I don't all of that that's happening right now. That he's got COVID. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you right, right now, now, what doesn't help is that it's a fucking Saturday game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's fucking that's going to so, kill everything because they used to have the fucking I don't know how they get out around that. I thought they stopped testing like uh like the college. They didn't test any of the college players. Like, the SEC stopped testing. There's no chance on a single person on Bama or Georgia. There's 130 yeah. kids on each team. You didn't hear one COVID case. I think like, they I only thought it was test... only like, it was 100% vaccinated and shit. Like, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the fucking rules. But I, it was, no. there was a certain thing where, like, you were getting tested if you're, uh, I, I, I can't vaccinated. even say. I know you have to get tested, but I thought that you didn't. Get tested if, if you are 100 vaccinated or some shit. If you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you have to self-report symptoms. Yeah, something like that. Right, you don't get tested. And if you're not vaccinated, you have to get tested like the same as it was, kind of. Yeah. So, and then you need two negative tests 24 hours apart, but or it was five days, right? Because the CDC five day thing. So everyone was testing positive on Monday, and then they'd be cleared Saturday and would play Sunday. 
And oh, so you think the NFL was just testing everyone on Monday? Like, right, I think they, they test everyone on Monday. And I'm 100% in the, in the line of thinking that the, the CDC did that just because of the NFL. So I knew that they tested no. everyone on Monday so that they could get cleared Saturday and play Sunday. Because how many times did the Patriots do it already? Kendrick Bourne, Judon. That's exactly what happened. Like every Carson Wentz, same thing. I mean, that's the first quarterback to come to head my mind. But he's unvaccinated, notably. And he fucking got, uh, you know, tested positive Monday. Play, uh, they cleared him Saturday. He played Sunday. So I think that's exactly why they did it. But now they're fucked because Jalen Mills didn't, they didn't go to the uh, – to the stadium, I don't think, until Tuesday because they had the um, Sunday game. He tested positive Tuesday, and now they're playing Saturday night. So I don't even know if he can play. I don't know. I, don't know I thought I Mike Reese, my, no, the only person I trust, tweeted that he would be eligible if he jumped through some hoops or something. I, I don't know. I don't man. What hoops? Gonna it's gonna be zero. It's gonna be zero. I'm not worried about Josh Allen. We'll get yeah, to no, that later. No coronavirus is gonna fucking uh, live in zero degree Buffalo weather. Yeah, I mean, it's I zero. Imagine. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk yeah, about that it's really, it is tough to take a lot of this game, like from this game going forward with the guys who are missing on defense, the mistakes, the offense, like they can move the ball. No matter what this is, like they always move the ball every game. So, you know, yeah. they, Henry had a few big catches. Myers looked pretty good. Harrison, well, Stevenson got banged up, but Harris looked good. When is he coming back? Like, I don't think Wynn's going to play. Yeah. You know who? You know you don't who? Even need him. Put Trent Brown in left tackle. You know who didn't look good? Fucking Dakeel Harry. That guy stinks. Get him off my team. Get him <sighs> off my team and put him on the next ship to the moon. I, I'm over fucking even arguing what he does. I mean, what, did he even do anything in this game? Exactly. But there was the, Whatever, they were like, talking. They were. Saving I went back and a cap it by not calling up Wilkerson. They saved like some like. Amount of cap space. Oh, so I have no idea how that works. Fucking, I'm not a capologist. All I know is that Nikhil Harry barely played in this game. I mean, good, but again, it, it, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I was I was watching uh, what's his face? Um, I think I tweeted it too. I was watching Georgia, and I was looking at that that tight end they have, number 19. I was like, this fucking guy. I wanted to draft. I want to draft him. He's a freshman. I want to draft him like Larry Bird. Fucking two years early, just own his rights, and then uh. You know, just waste a first-round pick on that tight end. Because he looks like Jonu Smith if Jonu Smith existed. You know what I mean? That's the guy I want on my team. How is it impossible to get Jonu Smith the ball? How is it impossible for Josh McDaniels to, you know... I mean, if I was Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft, I'd be like, hello, we gave this guy zillions of dollars. There's no possible way that we can only get him the ball and end around once a game. Can we fucking throw him the ball Ever is he just like not open? I don't pay attention enough because I don't expect him to get the ball. I don't so know. I got- the fucking first game of the year, the first two games of the year, they threw to him like almost every play. I think like, hurt. Literally against Miami, game one, I think they went to him like five times on one drive, and that's never happened again. I don't. He must. We're gonna go with he's hurt. It, we're saving it for the playoffs. We're set. McDaniel's gonna pull out the flea flickers for the playoffs. We don't run enough. He of doesn't them. hide flea flicker. The flea flicker is play number three in the Josh McDaniels playbook. Ender rounds and flea flickers is where he. That's we, his fucking his. Bread and we butter. haven't had a good old fashioned throwback yet in a while though. It's been since like week three. Good old yeah, throwback. This team will fuck so, it up. I, 
I have no confidence in execution from this team right now. You don't know what you're going to get out of them. One day they'll show up and beat a team by 60, and then they'll show up two weeks later and get they'll be down eight, you know, 21 to nothing in three minutes into you know the game. Happened? You know what happened last time they lost three or four? Do you know what happened? They went on a win, this win streak. They're saving it. Yeah, I don't think they're saving it. I think that they beat bad teams handily, and then I think that when they play good teams, they fucking – they, they end up, uh, you know, the defense can't make the same stops. The offense can't move the ball fast enough. And they just, they, they fucking, I don't know, they fall apart early. And then they have well, to, they like sack up and have to try and come back every time. It is, it's kind of boring to talk about, but it's just the turnovers. Like, we had Mac do that pick and the Patriots got no turnovers and they lose. It's like that kind of easy. Well, we're so. dropping interceptions. We already talked about it. We're dropping interceptions like a, like a fucking pop water team. Well, how about that? How about the, just even mistakes that are killing you again? I mean, you you got fucking finally make them punt. Lawrence Guy, one of your most, you know, your best, smartest players lines up over the center and doesn't move. So now you give them a free first down. They go down and score. They fucking run a fake punt. Brandon Bolden, one of your most reliable special teams players ever. Fucking try, just even if... Besides the fact that the fucking play was bullshit and the penalty was bullshit and he got penalized for missing a guy, led with his helmet like a rocket ship, tried to decapitate a punter. Like, it was a even if he mark. got penalized for intent, I mean, what do you? if you did make contact, like, what are you doing? The fucking punter's yeah, sliding that might in front have been of you. An, that might have been an injection. Dude, I don't it, know if they eject people in the, in would the pros, have been but... He would have been fine a lot. He fine a lot. His head was down. It wasn't even yeah. up. You know, like when you're supposed to... He been paralyzed. Yeah, he, he was going to paralyze himself. Like, fucking heads up, guy. What are you doing? Head, head down, you know, exactly what your Pop Warner coach used to teach you back in the day. Keep your eyes on your target. He said, fuck that, I'm going to spear him. Yeah, that, I mean, that's literally, like, the protect yourself. That's the... If he came into any contact with the punter, that would have been a teaching video for how not to get thrown out of a game. Like, this is the only way you'd get... Kicked out of the games as if you did what Brandon Bolden did. But still, another mistake. Stupid. Lucky he missed him, but still got the penalty, which is bullshit. But, I mean, now I'm looking at it a week later. I'm like, okay, that was ridiculous to even do it. But I'm still, I still think the penalty is bullshit. But that cost you points. And they gave up 10 points on those two, those two fuck-ups on special teams. I've never called for a Patriots coach under Belichick to lose his job or lose his gig ever. I think I was pretty hard on Dean Pease when he was D, D coordinator in like 11, 12, those years. And this Cam Acord special teams coordinator is dog shit. I've never... This, uh, it's judge tonight. Tonight. I want him at practice tomorrow exactly. morning. Exactly. I mean, how fucking hard is it? The Patriots have had the best special teams in the league or a top three special teams unit for 20 years. And they, literally, I, I don't know, they have that, that I don't know what it means when I'm talking out of my ass, but they have that like DVOA, you know, basically tells you like how good you are above average. I don't know how it works. Whatever. Look it up. Anyway, their special teams, or no, EPA, I don't fucking know. Whatever. It was negative for like the first time in 35 years. I don't know what that means, but the I think they're, they're losing points on you know basically on special teams. Their expected points are negative every time our special teams on the field. If that takes into account Jake Bailey pinning anybody deep, we're fucked. I mean, it is negative, negative yeah. eighty. 
I mean, they've had more special teams fuck-ups this year than I can remember in 10 years total. They've had, like, four blocked kicks, five penalties that gave the other team first downs. I think Slater recovered a fumble after he stepped out of bounds. He was the first guy to touch the ball again. Like, they've had, yeah, just a lot of dumb mistakes. All year. Which is so nice. It's hard. It's hard. and Jake Bailey just stinks now. Like we need to bring in Jamie Gillian, noted punter of the Browns, noted friend <laughs> that of guy mine. Is, that guy is knee deep in bong water right now, and you know it. <laughs> I I can't confirm nor deny. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, other than that, I mean, the defense itself has been like, I don't know. It just it makes plays when it needs to, and then every single time the fucking offense. Well, the whole team drags itself back into it. Like, in this game, we're three points down, got three timeouts, a two-minute warning. You need one stop, and you got to, you know, against, again, a dead team that's not going to the playoffs. Um, and you don't know, but you could possibly win your division with a win. Um, I mean, you could literally win your division. You don't know what Buffalo's doing. But you fucking, you kick it deep. You got three stops, three timeouts, and a two-minute warning, and it's like two and a half minutes left, and you can't stop them. You, you, know, what you know what they're going to do. And you, yeah, they're just going to run it. We allowed Tua, hipless Tua, to run for a first down. Yeah, and, and fucking hurt our best D lineman in the, in the fucking— I know. I want Joe Juan, Willie. I want him. I want him on the next Musk ship with Nikhil Harry to the moon. Immediately, well, Nikhil Harry. Honestly, I, wouldn't I don't want to talk about him anymore, but listen. I don't know if I'd say that too quickly because he might be starting cornerback this He's week. He's probably so. going to nope, be starting corner this week. I would guarantee it. I'm so happy it's going to be zero. Yeah, good. I know. <laughs> anyway, the fucking big. That's the, that defensive miss, that defensive struggle that you can't close a game. Literally close because you could win games, go to overtime, take get the ball back and win it. That's happened like four or five times this year. Miami twice, Dallas, Tampa, Indy. All they needed was one stop, and they didn't get him anytime. Can we talk about Indy for just a second? What a choke job. I love this. That's perfect, too. That's such a classic Indianapolis move where you have a Super Bowl win against the Patriots. Fucking, you know, basically everyone's afraid to play you because you can run and play defense. And, uh, you know, you're the team that built basically like the Patriots, but you play in a dome, control your own fucking atmosphere. You go to the worst team in the league, the team that just lost by 40 the week before in New England, doesn't have a coach, and get curb stomped. Like, you don't even belong in the same field with the worst team in the league. Carson Wentz's QBR was a 4.4. I mean, he's not going to be the starter of Indianapolis next year. 100%. Oh, yeah, he is. hundred. Hundred million dollars? Yes. Did they? No, did they, they a first round pick for him? They picked up his little contract from Philly. His contract is r- ridiculous. They picked up his con- and traded a first round pick. Like he's gonna be there. I don't. Think the I, coach, I, the coach was his offensive coordinator when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So it's like they, he knows who he is. Like, I agree. He I'm saying he stinks. He can't he win a game. Four-year, $128 million contract, $107 million guaranteed. Yeah, but how many years is left of that? One? Probably two. Yeah, probably yeah, one or two. Yeah, anyway. You want to give me the wrong business? Why didn't I just become a professional football player? I I think about that all the time. 
We can see your tits on this video. That's, that's <laughs> the first I, well, I didn't, didn't go, go to college. college. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. They went straight from high school to the NBA. It's an yeah. office. The, uh, I'll give you a little, um, a little glimpse into what it was like at my house. So we're watching the first games, like waiting for the passes start. My dad's on edge right when I walk in. Uh-oh. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good one. And Big Ben's like trying to win to, you know, pull it out. And, and uh, they show the stat. They're like, oh, you know, Tomlin has never had a losing season in since, whatever, how many years, like 15 years, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, these assholes probably think he's better than Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can compliment someone besides Belichick. No. And he goes, and then they show, I'm like, oh, well, you know, like, what, Big Ben? He's probably like a top, what, seven quarterback maybe all time. Like, he's, Ooh. he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, so he won as many Super Bowls as Brady, huh? <laughs> no, obviously he hasn't. It's okay. It's just like my Instagram rant last last week. It's I people get offended. I get offended too. And a lot of people just like they'll be talking about something completely irrelevant to the Patriots. And you're just like, is that that you just think it's an attack? That's how how like uh just disturbed we are as a fan base now. Because the ESPNs of the world, the attacks that we've been dealing with for so long, we just take everything as a slight. You know what I mean? And that's also, I think, a Massachusetts thing. I just, yeah. there's no, there's no happiness. You know, you just always have to be offended. Like that, everything that somebody's doing is just attacking you. You know what I mean? Again, like the, with the baby pictures and the shit like that. Like there, like when I see a kid, you know, like I said last week, if you see the kids having fun, I'm, I hate this kid because it's like, it's like he thinks he's better than my kid. It's exactly this Patriots thing. Uh, why is he talking about Tomlin like he hasn't lost to Belichick a thousand times? It has nothing to do with that. It's just, you know, excited about... He can also be a, a good coach that's not on, on Belichick. <laughs> we were watching yeah. basketball. LeBron scored 38 points. And my dad, oh, so he's better than Brady now too, huh? Yeah. I'm like, at basketball? I think so. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> I'd like to see him play Bird. You ever see Bird from the three-point line? <laughs> that fucking guy played lefty against the Trailblazers in 85. Everything is just always before you say any compliment about anyone else, you have to say, "Granted, Brady's the best player of all time." Now that was a good tackle, though. Yeah, that, that like, always that has, has to be a note. Like, literally, it has to be noted before every good any quarterback stat. I find, I mean, I find myself doing it with Mahomes all the time. Like, um, this a lot of ESPN guys jerk off to Patrick Mahomes, and um, you know, like when they were when they were last Super Bowl. When they got beat so bad by the Bucks, you know how they threw that interception, or no, it wasn't interception; it was incompletion. Like he was sideways and threw it. Yeah, it was terrible. And everyone treated it like it was literally superhuman that he did it. I was like, this is an incompletion. Why are they so excited? Like, Nobody could do this. He's like, and I was like, everyone can do that. Every single person on planet Earth can do what he just did. And what, uh, miss your first two reads. And yeah, miss everything, jump to the right and throw it up in the air and have nothing else happen. Everyone can do that. Mac Jones did that last week. Yeah, exactly. Anybody can. And I, I just get offended. I'm like, no, Brady won the game. Fucking you guys, please praise him. I need, yes, you're right. There should always be a disclaimer on every, on every single, you know, pro quarterback line if anybody's talking about quarterbacks and giving them praise there always has to be a disclaimer that says he's not tom brady tom brady's better than this the, should the always one, be there so no one gets mad 
The one that gets me the most is Rodgers. Anytime they talk oh. about Rodgers, it, it makes me so – he's the most talented of all time. Well, no, he's not because he's just not – he's not the best. They always so, try to Tony, move the you've, been, you've been saying that, that Brady should be the MVP this year. Of course. What are you talking about? A long shot. Look at his stats. Rodgers is easily the MVP this year. How do you think? No way. You'll look at the stats. They'll give it to Rodgers because they don't want to give it to Brady. Why? I mean, the thing about Brady is he doesn't give a shit that he wins the MVP. Aaron Rodgers plays for the MVP. That's the thing. Yeah, by not throwing any interceptions, winning every game he plays. Like, Rodgers was going to the playoffs and choking on a I mean, Brady had more yards, more touchdowns, same amount of wins. I don't know why he didn't do those better. His QBR is like eight points less. So the last game of the year they threw away, and he didn't. He had to miss a game because of COVID. But he he was what he threw four picks. I don't care how many touchdowns and four picks. Brady had a hundred like eighty more attempts and threw like four more picks or like six more picks. No, he threw twelve picks. And he's fucking forty four years old. Yeah, does that help? So now. Now when I'm playing pickup ball at the Y, I'm going to let the fucking old man score because he's it's old. A fucking no, handicap. No, the problem is, too. the thing is, you don't have to let him score. That's the problem. The point of it is you don't have to let him score. He's better than you, and he's older by 10 years. However fucking old Aaron Rodgers is. Commercial break. I got to urinate. Yeah, let's do a quick commercial. I don't know how you're fucking going to pull that off because I can't pause it. But anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back, and I'll just talk with Tyler. Fuck off. That was just a lie because it's a commercial break. Oh, you lied to me? Okay. Well, <laughs> fucking, we did a commercial break, so that, that's what a commercial break I thought we was were like live. I thought we were sticking into the man this week, sticking into musket fire. I said, you know what? We're not taking any commercials this week because <laughs> it's the goddamn playoffs. Until you start putting some fucking ads on my pod. I haven't seen a fucking dime, by the way. Not a fucking red cent has come into my account from these. <laughs> uh, this fucking contract might as well have been written in shit paper. <laughs> oh, it was written in chip paper, all right. There was terms. I mean. There was terms. I, I saw the terms. I saw the value. We love the contract. The contract's awesome. The contract's awesome once they start fucking uh, holding their end of the bargain, babe. <laughs> you guys want? I'm I'm out here. We're firing. We got JT down in San Antonio. He's making discords. We got shit going on here. We're fucking building, and I can't even fucking. I'm I'm. I'm 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 dying here. I'm that little guy, the little Twitter gif. I'm the little gif of Oliver Twist holding the little can. Can I have some more? Can I have some more, sir? I, that's me at my house. I got nothing. I'm sitting here. I'm doing all this prep. I'm talking to my cousin and my friend. I got people listening. I'm live. I got nothing. I haven't got, I even seen a red cent coming to my account. I realize how little power I had on this podcast when we're talking before the show. We're like going through what we're gonna talk about, doing all our little whatever. And uh, they're like, all right, like maybe we should do like awards this year, like for the season. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think we maybe we should just wait till the season's over to do the rewards. Like, let's not do them now. And instantly, KP and Tony, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Nah, we're, we're fucking doing, doing it. Like, now. We're doing awards. Like, shut the fuck up. No one cares what you think. And then I, I go on Discord. I see Power gave us a, <laughs> JT gave us a list of like maybe like award ideas we should have. I was like, Oh, I don't even have. I have less. No, you. You guys have both fallen drastically to level three and four. Uh, it's literally he. JT has taken both of your spots. He's he's made. You don't even know how to use Discord. He fucking set it all up for me. Can we do it? Can we do the awards though? Can we do them right now? Right now. We fucking. Can we just talk? You're getting so excitable. You first of all, you didn't even send me your, your topics. We're doing the awards. 
boys, it's the awards. I got 17 kids, a dog, a job, and I fucking, I wrote a 10-page list of topics. Tyler came back to me. You gave me nothing. I told you that I I call you and you were naked in your bed with a computer. (laughs) How am I supposed to take this? And you want to be my latex salesman. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one, Tony. Thank you. That was a good one. You got me. I don't have words. I'm a busy man. Busy. You fucking you. You land airplanes at at an airport that sees six planes a year, and they're all famous people. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't understand this. Like, why are people going to Little Rock? There's just there's a famous golf course here. It's called a lotion. It's discreet. Lotion? We get all the a lotion. A and then lotion. It's super Do you, have you golfed it? Fuck no. I can't go out there. The hell no. They say a membership. They see a your membership. redneck ass. They see your redneck ass. They send you out there with foghorn leghorn. The owner. <laughs> Did you get me with it? it? If I could find it, I sure would. The owner of it. You going to tell your story here? The owner uh, of what? Uh, the owner is how they do memberships. They look at your W-2, apparently, and he picks an amount that will financially affect you. Not, like, hurt you, but it will make you respect his course. Oh. They, they pay in Confederate money. So, for me, it would be, like, $950. <laughs> what what would financially break you and then go back $1? Yeah, I mean, literally, that could be... $300 a month if it was for me. I'd be dead. I would have nothing left. I'd have to sell everything, including my children. Sir, would you like to golf here? I'm going to have to uh, take one of your kids. I don't even like golf. I don't know why people like golf. All right. This is a bad take. Wherever you're going with this is a bad take. It's not a bad well, take. It's a great take. Because because uh, people who like golf are, are good at it. Yeah, but people also think they're classy when they're doing it. And then some people are like, oh, we just go and drink and have fun. I was like, yeah, but I can just do that in my basement. And then... Yeah. I'm not entirely sure everyone who golfs doesn't just completely hate their, their wife. Their family. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, they just can't be around them. They're like, oh, this is four hours. Four oh, yeah. hours. Four hours away. I like, see, I go to the Patriots game. That's kind of like golfing. I mean, I don't know how people golf, like, a lot. Like, two or three times a week. And I'm like, that's fucking a lot. I don't like. I wouldn't yeah. like mini golf that much. In mini golf, you only got fucking windmills. Your hippos. uncle Kenny. Your uncle Kenny goes four or five days a week. Yeah, he's a retired old redneck man. He's probably got fucking old hickory clubs from his great granddad. <laughs> yeah. Fashioned out of fucking uh, the wood in the backyard in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. He's Is exactly. Good. Am I nailing it right now? Yeah, I meant. Essentially, he goes out there with his cigars. He smokes a cig- one cigar on the front, one cigar on the back. Cigar. And, and he's just living it up. Shows off his yeah, Arkansas hogs tattoo on his calf. Yeah, a giant hog tattoo with his hog bag. He's living it up. That guy's a hog. He loves throat. it. He loves it. Man, <laughs> let him enjoy himself. You know what? To each his own. I, I personally, it bores the shit out of me. One time I went golfing. I did night golfing with, like, glow up, glow balls. That was kind of fun, although impossible to navigate. But it was fun to fucking hit light balls into the air. Have you ever done that? Yeah, we've done that. We've done that, and then you shoot them. And shoot them in the air? Yeah. You like, like with shoot. guns? Yeah, we did There's it on my no buddy. no way you've ever hit a fucking ball with a the gun. The stealth is really the best. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, it sounded like a lot of fun. Hey, did you guys play knife golf? Yeah, and then we shot the balls out of the sky. <laughs> we were going to play golf, but then my fucking idiot friend, Jamie, had to shoot with a shotgun. You got to go to Streetwood. I was just in a debate with my friends. We were on, I was on another group called Naked before this. Would you ever buy a barge and, like, live Go on it? Go ahead and explain to me what a barge is first. Like, you, like, uh, you don't, like a part, you guys don't know what a barge is? No. They're like, I'm from down fucking New England. I'm from Massachusetts. I know what a barge is. I forget. I forget y'all aren't Southern. A barge is like a tugboat. You've seen a tugboat. They push the things that have like containers on them. Flat I've heard boats. of a tugboat. Sure. They're like a tower. There you go. You could put like a, a structure on it. My buddies were saying that. Would you ever live on a boat? I guess is what I'm getting at. Absolutely not. Why was there first thing a barge and not like a yacht? Yeah, That's what they, I, they go to the most redneck version of a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You know what? I really would like a nice treehouse, man. No, Wait, no power. You know, we'll, we'll bring an extension cord from the main house, but we're going to go ahead and live in a great treehouse. No windows. Dr. Pepper, as far as the eye can see. Here's what a barge can do that a yacht can't. You can't put a trailer on a yacht. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna, you put, you're gonna want to live on a, uh, you're gonna want to live on a flat piece of plywood. We're gonna throw. You're gonna get an oar. You're gonna run. You're gonna go right down the Mississippi on that bitch. I'll tell you what. Now that's living. You got a diet. You got a diet Mountain Dew. You got as, as far as you can see. It's gonna be a buffet diet Mountain Dew hog meat. And we're going to go right up and down that Mississippi. Uh, and there's chickens off to the side. I guess what I, I guess more what the question was, would you live on a boat? No. I hate boats, and I hate the water, and I hate fucking bouncing up and down. And I hate the feeling of when you get off a boat after, like, two days, and you, your body still feels like it's on a boat. And you're like, what? You, you know, like, your, your body, like, sways and, like, I don't know why. You know how you, like, your body has to, like, reconnect to the earth? You know, like me, I worked on a boat. I worked on a sailboat for like a year and a half. And I was seasick. In the entire time. Ta- thing. <laughs> well, I was living in San Diego. We were doing whale watching tours off the Pacific. Oh, like, yeah. uh, that's a real fucking. Like, that, that is a good traveling man fucking job. I like that. Hey, so they the entire time they like, dude, you're gonna get your sea legs. Don't worry. A year and a half, I didn't come close <laughs> to getting my sea legs. I got Growing sick up constantly. Every time. Every time I would work on the boat that whole night, I would be just completely seasick all Puking night. Until I went to bed. Yeah. You're dizzy. You're just dizzy. It's a nightmare. The, you know, time, yeah. the Pacific's a whole lot different than the Atlantic. That's all I'd be saying the whole time. It's different. That's what I. That's what the difference is. The Pacific. A whale, a whale watching tours. That's wild. Whale. It was There's pretty no cool. whales there. Um. So anyway, how about uh, fucking uh, Miami firing? Brian Flores the day after I mean, fucking beating if, Belichick. If he wasn't going to get another job immediately because he's an excellent coach, yeah, I would so say I guess he, the firing was he was done with Tua. He wanted no part of him, and management in the GM was like, "Well, Tua's our guy." And he's like, "Well, if Tua's your guy, I I'm fucking not. want no part of this." Like, I, think, they I thought it was opposite. I thought it was Flores wanted. Well, I guess I don't know. I didn't read into it, but I thought it was opposite. I think general. I thought management wanted Watson and was like undermining him the whole time, and then fucking him and him and the GM, who's been there like twenty years, uh, have just been at odds the whole time, and they ended up firing him instead of the GM, 
And the GM built a team with the pick Tua over Justin Herbert, who looks like a certified stud for like the next yeah. four, 15 years. I would years. prefer Tua over Deshaun Watson as a football player. You have you have diarrhea brain. Yeah. Well, that's not like the, the only reason Deshaun was going there, I guess, was because of Flores. And I guess those Flores. talks have kind of yeah. So I I I get. I mean, it kind of makes sense that they want no like. He was just like I I'm not. I mean, last year, remember he started Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And then Fitzpatrick, uh, and they they forced benched him to start Tua again. He yeah. didn't want to bench him. The no. owner said, "No, Tua is our guy. Like we just picked him." fifth pick overall like this is our guy like there's no chance you're gonna start some fucking 43 year old with a goofy beard yeah and they were like, like miami had like something like eight years without a 500 record and then they went back to back 500 beat the patriots three out of four times and they fired him that's why a team like them can never succeed honestly he's an absentee owner that doesn't like focus on the team keeps the gm over his head coach that's Clearly a star. His GM built a terrible team, made terrible trades. Two is clearly not a good quarterback. I mean, no. What, he threw for 115 yards this game. Like he was bad this game. I still he had lost. two good scrambles, basically, and that was it. That's all he did the whole game. And then he just handed off to Duke Johnson. Matt Judon lost contain like he was playing for the Dolphins most of the game. He runs oh. around like a battered woman, like he's like scared. That was I guess- bad. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't did know. you write that but, or did you? So what do we? <laughs> what do we? <laughs> no, I was. What do we? Uh... We we're talking about. It's dead air here, boys. Why don't you get a fucking thing in? Are you serious? Are you both dead? Tyler, go ahead. This is absurd. Did we lose Tyler? I'm here. I know you're here. Well, me and you just talk. We're trying to turn the page. Let's go to Buffalo. That's where we have to go. Yeah, and where did you fucking voice go? <laughs> well, I said we just pretended to not talk for a little bit. I thought it was fun. You guys oh. panicked. I hate it. Of course they panicked. You can't have dead air on a fucking podcast. Who's that a trick on? Not only Buffalo, I'm not scared of anybody in the AFC except for maybe Tennessee. I don't think they have a chance at Tennessee, at Tennessee, if they have all their guys back. They, they legitimately could have beat us in New England without Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. Um, but it's playoff bill, man. No, what? It is. One game would you rather time. play Buffalo than Cincinnati? Because I, yeah, I would prefer no. Buffalo all day. I think, that they would, I think that the Patriots would beat Cincinnati by 10 points plus. In Cincinnati. It's going to be zero. When I heard it was going to be zero, who wants to tackle Ramondre in zero? Nobody. I mean, I, that's going to really help the Patriots. There was like crazy stats going around. Josh Allen's like his his you know his his breakdown from like fifty degrees up and like thirty two to fifty and then under thirty two. He's like under a fifty percent passer when he's played under thirty two degrees, which is crazy. Well, the team is is built to like. Yeah, they're built like the Colts. They're not built for the playoffs. Early 2000s. They're built like the early 2000s Colts. We're high-flying. You know, they're they're meant to keep up with, like, the Chiefs, but they're supposed to be playing in, like, a dome or, like, in the South. You know what I mean? They're they're not built to be a running, bully team. They've got a great defense, but they don't have the ground game to support it. Um, A team like that in the winter weather is, like, 
It's just different. You can't play like that. Mac is going to have to figure out the cold, too. He hasn't really been great in the cold. No, he doesn't. He's just got to hand the ball off and then make easy, don't fuck it up passes. All Mac Jones has to do is not turn the ball over. That's literally his entire job for the playoffs. Just yeah, make I'm not safe even passes. About this game, because this isn't like the game that is going to be too, like, yeah, it's a rookie in the playoffs or whatever, but it's still just the Bills. We played them twice. It's not really that crazy. It's wild card weekend. Like, if we got further down the line, we're playing Kansas City in the, you know, AFC Championship game. That's something that you're like, all right, Mac could easily fuck this game up for us. Like, that might – he might fuck that up. But this is – he should be fine in this game. I don't, think, I don't think the, I don't the moments are ever going to be too big for Mac. Mac played in the National Championship game. In Alabama, I mean that's pretty fucking big deal. I mean, he played at the University of Arkansas. He, yeah, that's he, the biggest he, one of all. Uh, uh, in front far. of three hundred people and six bales of hay. In uh, four teeth. But I mean, he just needs to not fuck it up. The defense needs to show up. They need to have a whole new game plan because they got smoked in Foxborough. Josh Allen played like the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. You need to be able to spy Josh Actually, Allen and cover his receivers. And hopefully this Isaiah McKenzie guy just doesn't play because he embarrassed the Patriots. Yeah. Bill's out. I mean, who's, we can't, if they put Miles Bryant back on that cat, that, that's going to be all she wrote. Yeah, but, but Josh Allen's best team. Yeah, ever. He's not going to be that good. I mean, he made every play, whether it was throw. He was making insane throws. Looking to his left, his whole body going left. Threw it a pinpoint pass to the sideline, like thirty yards down the field. Like, yeah, he, he's not going to be that good. Running for a hundred some yards, threw for four hundred yards. It was an absurd game for him. I mean, and JC Jackson makes that pick. We're right in that. So it's like again, yeah, it's same thing. With this team. Like, they just need to. The defense needs to like be on to make a play. We and, need the boy jug machine this week. Need him on the jugs machine. Wouldn't it be nice if the special teams kicked in win the game? Uh, yeah, exactly. A punt block, something. I mean, instead of winners, stumbling into the playoffs is disgusting. You know what I mean? I'm backing into the playoffs with a fucking after a loss. Not that you backed in, you already clinched. But literally, nothing would have changed uh, if they won that game. But um, and they they would have played Hightower. They would have played Duggar. Like these guys would have been. Okay. Yeah, that's a classic Belichick. But I also part of it is like I think that they do that. A lot of times, like, oh, we could beat them without Hightower. Like, they do that. They used to do that with Gronkowski a lot. Where like they play the Jets, that were like a bad Jets team in like week twelve, and like Gronk would have like a sore hip or something random, and they he'd practice all week, and then they just wouldn't play him, you know, just because they knew that they could beat him without him. Um, I some sometimes Belichick does that, and I think he thinks he could have won without Hightower and Doug Aaron. He could have, but he didn't. But and they um, probably should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you never know. I mean, they gotta control the game. They gotta bully them, like seriously, and just fucking embarrass them. Because I am done listening to Bills fans in my mentions. You want to talk about fucking fans that cruise Twitter? Jesus Christ! I said like one thing after the Patriots beat the um, the Bills in Buffalo, like nothing even crazy, and a, a fan of the Bills has been tweeting me every day. He's like, how'd this hold up? How'd this hold up? How'd this hold up? I'm like, oh my god, guy, get over it. We're playing in the playoffs. We had the, it was literally a fucking, uh, uh, like a throwaway comment. I was like, okay, they lost in, in Foxborough. You guys won the division, and they had almost the same record. They should have. 
had, had the, the same record. record. And, um, and fucking you won the division on a tiebreaker. It wouldn't have been anything crazy. They're fucking, they, those guys, cru- they cruise Twitter looking for any disrespect over their team. And meanwhile, their playoff tickets are selling for $30. $30. That's I don't think you nuts. could get to Foxborough for $30. It would take you $30 just to get there on the choo-choo train. They wouldn't let you in the stadium for 300 Buffalo was so much more dominant this year when they won the division. They had the same record. <laughs> the whole time. Like they had the Stanley split head-to-head matchup. So yeah. it was like, all right, yeah, I guess you beat, you know, I, and then obviously we lose to Miami to end the season. But, yeah. like, it wasn't like Buffalo, like, oh, we can't even catch them because we're so far behind in the division. Like, they were almost losing to the Jets in, in week 18. They're not that good. Like, I'm not really worried. We're fucking number one seed <laughs> three weeks ago. We were the number one seed. All they had to do was win out. And they were the number one seed in the AFC. And they, and they saw, immediately lost three out of four. Uh, Bill saw mm. the Patriots' home record and was like, we need to get out of the one seed. We need to get out of it quick. We need to get a wild card. That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Next year will be better. By the way, do we see that we're going to Vegas next year, boys? We're going to Vegas. Boys are going to fucking Vegas. <laughs> on Moss. That, play, that place is going to have a whole section dedicated to the Malcolm Go podcast. Yeah. We gotta find their two. We gotta cash find... those fan sided checks, and we're going right to uh, all that fan sided money is going right to the fucking the uh, right to the Las Vegas trip. Zero dollars going towards it, babe. Sixty six cents. That'll be a nice live pod for the boys. We'll do that pod. We'll do that pod in the in the parking lot or whatever they got out there. They got a big fire. Hey, Pete, can you... Oh yeah. Hey, Pete. Huh? Oh, we get, this is Beverly Airport. Fly out to Beverly Airport, pick us up, oh. fly us to Vegas. I'd love okay. that. Come get us. And you want? He's got a prop plane, like Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh yeah, we can make something work. We can all right, figure it out. We, all right, let's do our Buffalo Bills picks, and then we'll go. We'll take a quick break, and we'll do a special uh, Malcolm Go Award season. Quick, because I mean we're almost an hour right now, but we'll do it right now. All right, so listen. What's your guys' picks? Wait, are we live or was this a commercial break? No, we're live. Let's, let's, we're going we're gonna to do the Buffalo Bills picks, and then we're going to take a commercial, and then we'll do our uh, awards. Ladies first. You go ahead, KP. All right, well, it's clear as day. Be realistic. It's clear as day that this is going to be a pretty close game, right? But it's going to be zero. We're going to have scuba suit Mac. Hood and all, he's not going to deny it's a scuba suit this time because it's just going to be a scuba suit. I think the Patriots win 24-17. What? What is that? You love that? I'm right in the same boat. KP has picked the last 18 games in a row for the Patriots to win by 53 points on average. Uh, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, we get in the playoffs, and he's getting conservative. Got I honestly like the pass a lot. Playoff. I, like I know. I know. I, I know the boys. Me and the boys have been talking. I've Listen, got connections. I, mean, I like. I think the Pats gonna score. I think. Uh, I think they're gonna get some turnovers. I think they're gonna make. I think they're just gonna make plays. I think they're gonna be more physical. I think they're gonna be. I don't know. I have the Pats. Uh, I have the Pats pretty good. I have them thirty-one. 16. Ooh, I love it. See, I love so this is all setting up perfectly for me. Like I said, the fucking Buffalo Bills are playing like the early 2000s Colts. They're, they don't want to fucking be out in the cold. They hate it. They're nervous about it. 
Um, the Patriots are fucking practicing inside. They're practicing. The yeah, exactly. They're practicing inside. The Patriots are practicing on the fucking game field. They want to be out in the freezing cold. They're pissed off after last week. Belichick's in his fucking shit right now. Mac Jones is sleeping, dreaming, eating film right now. Patriots are going to go in there. They're going to take a lead. This is going to remind me. The Patriots are the version of the New York Jets. The Rex Ryan New York Jets that got blown out. In Foxborough, like week 15, and then came to Gillette Stadium in the wild card weekend, upset the number one seed Patriots that year. This is the Patriots are playing the Rex Ryan Jets role uh, in the can't wait game, the Bart Scott can't wait game. The Patriots are going to go in the Buffalo, they're going to win 20 to 17 in the cold, and Mac Jones will star. Is Mac Jones leading like a two minute drive here to get this field no, goal? No, Mac Jones has the lead at the end. The Bills are trying oh. to the Bills are gonna try and tie it up at the end. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be twenty to seventeen. They'll score a late touchdown and then they have to kick an onside kick. And we'll be all nervous because our special teams stinks, but we'll recover the onside kick and win it and kneel it out. Mac Jones ends if, it with the ball. What if we do get the two minute the uh, the the just two minute Mac Jones just down your throat in the playoffs? That might that might be my climax. That might be it. I don't even know if I... I'd be shitting my pants because I don't know if you could ever pull it off. But who knows? All right, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with some awards. Award season. This ought to be a good time. All right, we're back. Hold on, let me play a little music for you. You guys hear that? Sounds nice. Yep. Yep. This is definitely official. That might not be playing through the fucking, uh... Going in and out. Yeah, it's definitely not playing. Hold on, time out. Ah! I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Whatever. I'm such a fucking idiot. I had the fucking channel shut off. Does that mean that the music at the intro didn't play either? No, that played. I'm not that dumb. Anyway. You know what these awards are called, right? The Malcolm Go Awards. The Malkies. No. The Malkies. The Malkies. This the is Malkies. KP's first official Malky Awards. The Malkies. Welcome to the Malkies, everyone. The I don't think we've done it. I don't think we did it last year, but this is like the fourth annual. Oh, no, we didn't do it. Maybe fifth annual. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we did it last year, though. No, we definitely barely. As soon as Cam couldn't throw the ball 11 yards, we, the podcast somehow died off. Yeah, I know. Went COVID. So let's go through and do some Malcolm Go Awards, the Malkies. First up, these are thanks to JT, by the way. The Pats MVP and the league MVP. Tony, Damian Harris, and Tom Brady for league MVP. Who do you got, Pat? Who do you got, Pats MVP, boys? John, when you – you got to pick someone because then we're both going to always talk at the same time. No, go ahead. Oh, Kenneth. you, Tyler. Go ahead. All right, I'll go. Um, I have Mac as the MVP strictly because this guy's been out on Mac like the past three weeks. You really have been <laughs> out on him winning us the Super Bowl, but he's he's a rookie. But the way our team moves is really through him. Like we're not the reason why we're we're where we are is because of him because he's been playing well. He's led the team. Like he kind of knows how to. Like everyone kind of feels confident. They know he's the guy. Uh, Harris missed a lot of games. I feel like he missed like four or five games this year, or he was he was in and out of games. Like 
he did have a couple of big games, but Stevenson was, you know, not just as good, but you know, comparable a, yeah. a lot of times in a lot of games. So, and then league MVP, we talked about Evan Rogers. Yeah, I know. Kenneth Duggar. Just because when he wasn't on the field, you could oh, yeah. see how how bad the defense was. Not bad, but how like they were just missing that dude flying around doing a little bit of everything in That's coverage. Like a wins above practice. replacement reason to pick. Right, it's like a little war action, and then league MVP. We don't need to answer that. It's Thomas Edward. That's just you know a fact. It. All right, let's go. go. Pat's rookie of the year, league rookie of the year. I'm going Mac Jones. Obviously, our rookie of the year, but I, I you know. Barmore made it. He made it interesting. And I just think Jamar Chase is the league uh, rookie of the year. He's just literally a top five receiver already. So, KP, go ahead. You go first this time. I mean, Mac's going to get all the hype, and Mac would be my pick. But Barmore might have had a better end quote. End quote. And then, and then what, was the, what was it again? Oh, the, just the, uh, he went the over league rookie of the year. Oh, rookie! I mean, we don't have to answer that. That's too fucking up. Um, it might be Micah Parsons, though. Just yeah, he's a stud too. They do an offensive and defensive. I just picked. We just doing one. Oh, okay. Yeah. If Mac, if Mac won that at the end of the year, like that last game, and they somehow the Bills lost, they won the division. Yeah, but Chase was just too good. Yeah. Okay. He had two, seventy yards last week. Yeah. Exactly. Like seven. Pass. <laughs> Let's do Patriots Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going Matt Judon. Not for how he ended it, but, you know, how he started the first 15 games of the year. I mean, he was a monster. Most sacks in, like, 10 years for the Patriots. I mean, for me, like, one guy was kind of being left off. I initially had – but J.C. Jackson was, I think, the best player. And then, honestly, I think Duggar. And then – it's like McCoy. I have Judon as like my fifth best. Uh, I think one that gets slept on big times Mills, but but it's Duggar for me. Duggar. I don't have. I thought Judon didn't honestly have that great of a year. He had the sacks and everyone's talking about him, but I don't know. He, he took, took over games at times. He took his hell every single play. He said too bad. They're gonna start calling some of these holding calls. Yeah, they really do. I mean, he was choked out on the fucking tour on the Tua scramble last year, last week. Brutal. Fucking choked out. That should be his fucking uh, NFL bio picture. That's what it looks like 90% of the game is the guy's elbow directly in his chin. In his throat. So, actually, during that play, you know, there's a good big pass rush. I went to stand up. I hit the remote. I changed the channel. We actually never saw that play. Oh, no. You gave gave your dad a Sopranos ending? It was absolute chaos. Oh, I'm what the so you? I was getting screamed at. Oh, it was, of course. Oh, I was nervous. Your dad's getting. He think you think that's disrespectful to Brady? Would you shut off a fucking ending to the game? You You're start fucking getting a Super Bowl trophies off the dome. Your dad kicked you off the clicker. All right, Patriots offensive player of the year for me, Damian Harris. Fourteen touchdowns, dominant on the on the uh, dominant on the road at home, bullying people. Setting the tone. KP. I haven't ahead. seen. Yeah, Hunter Henry. But, you know, it's not a terrible. It has to be a hog. It had it's a hog. The guy had a billion touchdowns. He's, he just he had a good year. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. I had Damian Harris, too. I thought he was probably the best offensive player. Easily. I mean, yeah. All right, let's go to our, our, our most improved player. My jersey, which is one and two, Kyle Duggar, my guy. I was in from the start with him. 
and nobody can say they were in earlier than me on Kyle Duggar. Nobody. Tyler, go ahead. What about Bentley? Yeah, I can see that. I I think he's a replacement-level player at best, but he's okay. I mean, he made a big leap from last year, for sure. I mean, But I think it helped having Hightower there and Van Noy, and he wasn't the only one just fucking around out there. I've been in the Duggar trenches since day one. But that's besides the point. Brandon Bolden was my most improved player. Like, this guy, 13 years of of doing what in the NFL, and all of a sudden he's like a dominant third down back? What the? I I, I, I knew he was a good third down back from when he was in Miami and fucking smoked I got one. I've got one. How about Isaiah Wynn? Uh, Yeah, he was good. He had a good year. I mean, if you you don't notice notice a left tackle, I think it's good. So, yeah, I mean, but you noticed his ass last year and early this year. Yeah, you did. Right. He's been good. He's, I mean, he's been – he's given up his share of sacks and hurries, but, I mean, he's, he's been every, a great running left tackle. Trying to show every group some love. Isaiah Wynn, most improved. Lock. All right. Let's go with our most imp- – going into the 2022 offseason, what's your most anticipated prospect or free agent for the Patriots? For me – and I'm going a little off the grid here. I'm going with the Georgia or Alabama wide receivers. All three of them, Jamison Williams, John Mechie, and this kid George Pickett from Georgia who made a great catch in the oh, National Championship game. Thanks. Get him. Get him. Well, out. I mean, first There's of all. Three of them. These are SEC men. All of them injured are going to be in Patriots range. No. I'm actually kind of annoyed at this whole award. What's wrong with you, Tony? Like, why is this even on the list? You clearly – it's some um, one double A cornerback that no one knows of that's going to be drafted. We're like, why is this guy? Mechie was right there, and all of a sudden we're going to have the next cornerback to replace J.C. Jackson in two years. Great, this guy's incredible. Yeah, no, I, I, don't I don't disagree. disagree. I'm just saying that's what I'm anticipated. I love both both of those Alabama Alabama wide receivers who would have been top ten picks are going to be available much later because they tore their ACLs. You think the Pats are going to have a chance? Of them all. Go look up, go look up Traylon Burks' statistics against the University of Alabama. Go look them up. Traylon Burks looks like Nikhil Harry 2.0. Except, for, except he runs a 4-3. No, he does I not. The, I, 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 I can't wait to see that guy's combine. I guarantee I you it's high 4-5. No, he runs, he runs in the 4-4s. But On I watched Arkansas the, stopwatches. No, he was, he was like a five-star coming out. He tore his ACL in high school. The he kids are chubby and always. slow. He's not. You know, Jack. You know we're taking a punter in the third round this year. We need to take one. Maybe the first. Maybe the first. That might be my thing. We need a punter. Jake Bailey. I mean, he had a bad year. Leave the lad alone. Anyway, okay. Let's get into the finish these awards up. Uh, The Jordan Richards Award for player you wish gave up football in middle school. Uh, For me, I mean, I'm forced to do it, and it kills me. It pains me. But I'm going to kill Harry. There's no one else for me to pick. Uh, he he was nothing if not negative to the team this year. I mean, he helped in the run game, but the game that he wasn't there, they ran in the same amount. So I don't know if it's really him. I mean, fucking Wilkerson was in playing the Aguilar role, and they ran and threw it. So who knows? I guess it's Harry for me. Tyler? Is there anyone else to pick? Exactly. Yeah. Who else would be... On the list, There's I hate, no, I hate that like our, that we're becoming a WEI like fucking, you know, basically like a, a cover band. But I mean, really, there's no other person to pick but him. 
The only other one I was mad at, but I don't wish it's not like Jordan Richards mad as Janu. But I don't know if yeah, it's his fault. That's misusage again. Yeah, right. but he's not really he hasn't been like bad. He just hasn't been good. He hasn't yeah, blown you away, but he's making I mean he's had a couple holding calls, but nothing like ugh. Why is he dropping easy touchdowns or just fucking dropping the ball completely, running the wrong route? He's not doing yeah. that shit. Usually there's like a, a D-back who you're like, that guy gets beat every time he's on the field, but we don't really have that. No. Okay. Um, the, the Adelius Thomas Award for free agent you thought would do more. I mean, for me, this is Johnny. I thought he was going to be a superstar, and it looked like that for the first three games, and then nothing. Nothing. KP? That's zone. I mean, <clears throat> there's no one else. No. Yeah, I mean, that's the award. That's the award. The January Jamie Award, named after Jamie Collins, but he isn't winning it this year. My January Jamie, the guy that ends the season uh, with a whimper, Matt Judon. I don't know where he went the last three weeks, but we did just talk about him being held constantly. and But he's, he's fucking letting people get around the edge. I mean, he's not having any contain anymore. Um I don't know what happened in the last three weeks. He's got the Jan- January Jamie Award for me. Anybody else got about, one? I mean, I was going to say one that would probably get me yelled at. Go ahead, Tower. Who, who's been the best free agent? Like, most surprising. Like, Godshaw had a great year. Jalen yeah, Mills. I love Godshaw. Uh, Jalen Mills has been really, really steady. Considering he had to play quarterback two instead of, like, a nickelback, he, he basically has started corner when he wasn't signed to do that. Um, I know, if you think about how good the secondary has been, considering that, all right, I guess they must have known they were going to not have Gilmore a year. And Jonathan Jones got hurt. So yeah, exactly. Two of your top three cornerbacks went down, and they wouldn't have the top three secondary in the league. Easily. Maybe two or one. Yeah, I mean, I love Jalen Mills. Watch out. Don't even forget Trent Brown. Wasn't really a free agent, but he was a uh, just a stud pickup again. Um, this next one might hurt KP's feelings. The Jake Beckett Squatter Award. Given First yearly of all, to the... take it off on our future, our future U.S. Senator, Jake Beckett. Okay, the, J- Jake, the Jake Beckett Squatter Award given yearly to the player with the roster spot for way too long a tenure with the team. Um, I'm giving it to Brandon King or Gunner. I could go so... I, we could throw Gunner off the team today, and I wouldn't give a shit. He made no splash plays this year. All he does is run into people. Um, you know, last year I admitted I was wrong. He made some. T- he got some touchdowns, long runs. Brandon King, nothing but a special teams player, and made mistakes. Had fucking special teams uh, penalties on the only thing you have to do. KP, you got one. Uh, Nikhil Harry is my obvious answer. I hate him, so that's the worst with that. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I Gunner really is not been that great this year, which is kind of weird. And Tony has a real hatred for him, so. I, so I, hate him. I, I, I was in his camp last year, but he just doesn't, he doesn't have the instincts, like an Edelman instincts. He just, he literally plays with reckless abandon. Just doesn't give a shit. If he runs into people, he'll dive. And he did it in this game. He ran a punt and could have cut to his left instead just jumped into a guy as fast as he could. And what the, about what about JJ Taylor? Whatever happened to that cat? He I had think like he a died of COVID life. for real. Like literally, they gave, he said he was on the COVID list, never came back. He actually, yeah, yeah. So anyway, next next award, the Cyrus Jones mistake of the year. Uh, mine was a pretty good one. 
How about Mac in his first dropback ever as an NFL passer? <laughs> he had a pass rusher coming, and he threw the ball backwards, like at the ground, like he had, like literally shit his pants. Yeah, I mean that's that's a goat one. Go ahead, Tower. Mine is training Sony Michelle for a six round pick. Ooh. I mean, talk about the leading rusher in the month of December. Just he would have been nice to have this year. There's a lot of times when no, Sony no. would have been good. Wei fans and the Sports Hub fans tell you he stinks. He's a terrible. Should have kept. Should have had Nick Chubb. All right. Here we have a common theme for me. It's waiting till till week sixteen. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, week sixteen to. Get the Nikhil Harry on the inactive list. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Julian Edelman out of nowhere superstar award. For me, I love this man. He's a perfect Patriot. Fits in perfectly. Kendrick Bourne. Love it. Love. It. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Go ahead, Tower. He's got to be the guy. I mean, besides, I mean, Miles Bryant, maybe. Like he had a couple. <laughs> I mean, he had that breakup against Buffalo to end the end the year. But yeah, Bourne was probably better. Yeah, I mean, right. out of nowhere, I'd say Godshaw. That guy came out of nowhere, and he's been an animal. Yeah, he had a great year. Yeah, he's been really good. Uh, all right, the Tom Brady Goat Player of the Year. Uh, I got two up for up for uh, discussion. The Jamie Collins intercepting an eighty mile an hour uh, it, uh, pass That's from the like best three feet away. Ever, <laughs> ever seen? <laughs> Literally, and he didn't even bobble it just into his hands. It doesn't get talked about enough that play. Yeah. yeah, that should be that would should be the number one most physics defying football play of all time. Yeah, and, I, yeah, and my other one was is in the same game was Mac to Bourne against Cleveland when he split the safeties. But the Jamie Collins play is clearly the goat play of the year. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say Mac to Bourne against Dallas, even though it was a bad play oh, by yeah. the safety. That was sick too. Also a great one. You might you might never see that Jamie Collins play ever again. You yeah. won't. I, I've been alive for how many years, and I've never seen it. Nope. Um, all right. We'll do a couple of Tyler Awards and wrap it up here. The Don Dish Soap Hands Award. My good friend Tyler, you had Devin McCourty. Three drop picks this year, question mark? I mean, he's certainly up there. He fucking had a couple missed plays. Um, I, I, I tend to agree with you. He had at least two or three dropped interceptions that could have been uh, major game changers. J.C. Jackson did, too. Yeah, but I yes he did, but he also got. But JC Jackson also caught like seven seventeen. Of them. I, I yeah. go back. I didn't say my January, my January Jamie. Yeah, I was gonna say JC Jackson, but um, y'all were gonna attack me for that. Yeah, I still would. I I still want to think about attacking you. Um, and the last one here, the quotation: "Why the fuck is that guy getting the ball? Oh, oh, go run! Wow, I can't believe that worked out." Award. My good friend uh, Tyler picks. Brandon Bolden, a perfect award for that. I, uh, yes, I mean, is there anybody else? I mean, unless they ever gave it to Jakob Johnson, I wouldn't say, uh, I don't think he ever got the ball. Anyway, but now I think if Nikhil Harry gets the ball, it's a, it's a, it's a misplay. I see it every time, every time Gunner gets the ball on a punt. That's how I feel. I love that too. I don't disagree with you at all. Um, anyway, that's going to be the end of it here today. That was a long podcast. We gave you 17 extra hot minutes of Malcolm Go podcast fire. So anyway, definitely join the Discord servers. Brand new. We talk on there about the games all throughout the week. Everyone's invited. Have a good time. That's Discord server. Just look on uh, 
my Twitter, look on, uh, I don't know where we posted it, but it's Malcolm Go Podcast server on Discord. Just search it, you'll find it. And then uh, also, yeah. And then the Patreon is patreon.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast. You can get in there, get on three tiers, you can get you some merch. Stickers came in today, they're fire. They're going to come down to you boys uh, as soon as I see you. Um, but other than that, talk to us on Discord, talk to us on Twitter, at Brady Disciple, at Malcolm Go Pod. Um, what else you got? Anything good? Anything we're good? Else are we mad? I mean, is JT mad at us? For what? I hope he's not mad at us. He's just listening. Hey, he's our he's guy. Midway. He's a stud. I love that guy. Best guy in the business. Join the Discord. Donate on the Patreon. Help the boys out. As you can tell, uh, fan side and Musket Fire, although they're giving us a bigger audience, are not paying your boy. Certainly not for his looks, not for the audio. Uh, we got a new Facebook, too. That shit's getting fired, too. So, anyway, thanks. We've got the most listens again that we ever got. Again, we're fucking blown up. We're going to the moon. Brick by brick, as Dave Portnoy says. Passed by a billion. Let's fucking go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Matthew Butler. Butler has it at the wall. Back to throw, and here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.